0: And queens welcome to the thing about us podcast i am fiona
1: and i am willie
0: hey 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 my queen hey my king how are you doing today i am doing all right how about yourself well i'm sounding a little rough over here today a little bit a little bit mm-hmm. the whole allergy and drainage thing is just at its peak right now in ohio valley
1: yes it is yeah
0: i think i'm my voice is doing what your voice was doing last time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. i am um trying a little bit of a little bit of everything. I went and got some more teas that I want to try. So mm-hmm. try to help
0: out or whatnot. Did you get this secret recipe to this medicine ball?
1: Yeah, I got it. I couldn't I have not found all the ingredients for that. Right. It's
0: kinda hard. Yeah. Kinda hard. So how was your week? How's your mental health?
1: Week was a little blah. I was down for about three days, mm-hmm. you know, with my allergies and sinuses. So, end up leaving work early Monday to get myself together. But I think I'm, uh, I'm hoping I'm coming out of it.
0: Right. The the worst of the crud is over with.
1: I'm hoping, but I still have these. Uh, Pressure headaches, yeah, that come that comes and goes.
0: You gave it the uh, old college try, trying to go in on was it Tuesday when you were trying to go back to work?
1: Yeah, I tried to go back Tuesday. Yeah, yeah,
0: he was, poor baby was moving kind of slow.
1: Yeah, so but other than that, it was a it was fine. It was a short week, so
0: no work shenanigans.
1: Yeah, there was some, but. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) There's always work shenanigans. That
0: speaks volumes when you're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like,
1: whatever. But um, mental health is okay. So I'm I'm moving and grooving. Moving and grooving. Yeah, moving and grooving. I don't think. You know what? Something. I did have something happen last week that I forgot to bring up. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had a I was unloading a uh, truck driver, and I was in the office and I was doing some paperwork and I had left and came back and he's like, uh, what did he say to me? He said, he said, did you, did you lose a, a um, a dog or something? I was like, yeah. Why? He's like, because I seen the, the collar, on your backpack. Mm. and I was like yeah he's like yeah he said "Uh, I think I can't remember when he had to put his down but he had his dog for like 15 years Mm. and he ended up you know putting it on the. we ended up having he ended up putting it on on a somebody's 15 acre farm and stuff Uh, a friend of his let him bury it and stuff Mm -hmm. and I showed him my urn and but we ended up having like a 30 minute conversation about that and so then, that 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 kind of fucked me up right. for a little bit. So I was like, "Oh." You got me
0: over here, my dog memory. Yeah, it
1: got me all emotional and shit. So, but it was a good talk. It was it was kind of dope, just to know that uh, there's there's my people out there. Right. You know, right. It, it was a random <laughs> random conversation, but yeah, he he threw me off with the um when he see my dog calling. Right. He was like, "What?
0: What are you talking about?" Yeah. I was like, what, what
1: are you talking about, man? I'm just trying to unload you. And he's like. Yeah, I was like, gotcha.
0: It's so funny you even say that because last week I had lunch with one of my former coworkers, And I think I had mentioned to you that she recently had her cat, you know, of 17 years past. Mm-hmm. And I had told, we were just, you know, kind of talking about it. And I was telling her about toots and mm-hmm. how hard that was for you. And I had also mentioned about how you carry still her dog collar mm-hmm. on your backpack, too. Yeah. That's why I say, you know, it's kind of ironic. Did yeah. you have that conversation? Yeah.
1: I did get me some, um, when I was out getting some, finding some, trying to find some teas, I, I ended up getting me some Serenity Stones. I see. So I got me a Gratitude Stone, and I got me a Balance Stone and a car Stone. I didn't see a fuck you stone, Willie. Okay, but baby,
0: we were going, we were doing so well. I know we, I was, but <clears throat> come on
1: back. So I'm starting me a little collection of serenity stones. So maybe when I um get a little off balance, I can grab the balance stone to kind of remind me to remain balanced.
0: Now, do you know? Um, did they tell you or are uh, <clears throat> excuse me? Do you know what each stone is made of?
1: No, they was just kind of thrown in a box. Okay. So they don't know. I don't think this is that kind of, it wasn't that kind of a store where okay. they were, you know. But they all, I don't know. I don't know what these stones are.
0: That lo- The balance looks like a, I want to say pink adventuring, if I'm not mis- mistaken. And I may be mistaken, but I was just curious. I just asked. Oh, yeah,
1: I'm sure if I had asked, no one would know <laughs> <laughs> at that particular store. But. Okay. but other than that, I am pretty good. I'm ready to get into the today's, well, this week's conversation. So okay. Richard in <clears throat> um, April from North Carolina, my brother and sister said to make sure that we go longer than 30 minutes. because
0: <laughs> they they didn't like that. Yeah,
1: they didn't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like wait, what? Is that? Yeah,
1: that's it? it. So, yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, so, we'll try, but we don't want to drag you along and bore you out. Right, right.
1: <laughs> so, how was your week? How was your mental health? Get yourself together. I know queen. I need
0: to get myself together. My week was okay. Um My week was okay, you know, just another week in the life of the teach of a teacher. Mhm. Busy, busy, busy. Um, as far as mental health, that's my heavy side mm-hmm. is because my teacher life right now is currently draining me. Um, and just like a relationship, you know, my career has its ebbs and flows, its highs, its lows. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's 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 a little rough. It's a little taxing. Um, so there's that. Yesterday at work, I saw my life and my career flash before my eyes. I seen that. Yeah, I was working with a little uh, a small group at my table, and one of my little girls just I don't know. She kind of blacked out and forgot who I was. Mm-hmm. Maybe thought I was one of her little friends when she started talking to me, and I <laughs> before I could catch myself, I had jumped out of my seat from behind the table. Mm -hmm. And the group, you know, and she was in the group, was sitting at my table and had to catch myself, steady my hands on the table because I I was ready to snatch her up. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But it's just indicative of the uh, bigger problem that we're having. You know, we've talked about the bus situation. Right. And, you know, a lot of the community wants to blame the bus drivers and wants to blame... Our board of education, when the problem lie, the root of the problem is the behavior. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. And until we get a hold of the behavior, that we consistently have um, consequences, the children and the parents are held responsible. And until until that happens, the problem's not going to get better. Yeah, not gonna get better, but I am trying, trying, trying so hard not to dwell on it. Mm-hmm. Is it like I said? It's just getting, it's just getting a little rough, right. you know, at work, and it's not, you know, part of it is the behavior, but part of it is just like the expectation of teachers, mm-hmm. everything they expect us to do, and the time that they give us to do it, and one of the things that kind of bothers me the most right now is that I don't feel like I'm teaching. Mm -hmm. They have given us curriculum for all of the subjects. And now the curriculum is scripted. It basically is like you say this possible student responses are this, this is what you're looking for after this, do this, here are the slides to go with that. And it's, it's a one size fits all. Of course, in the curriculum, they have um, sections, you know, if you have your ELLs, your English language learners for those people who English isn't their first language, Mm -hmm. things that you can do with them. Um, Sometimes it gives you things you can do to move um, the stronger kids ahead or remediate. But the issue lies in the time constraints that we're given to do all of this. We don't have the time okay to do all of it so i just don't feel like i'm teaching anymore i don't feel like i get to expose them to a lot of those fun experiences with education that i normally would if my curriculum wasn't just handed to me mm-hmm. lock stock and barrel and there you know there are positives for new teachers who are just getting their feet wet those types of curriculum um supports are great but it's hard, and I'm trying not to let it get the best of me.
1: It sounds like y'all. Well, it sounds like the way that things are going, y'all going to be. It's going to be a point to where they might they might not even really need teachers. <laughs> and I mean, if if it's just like you just got a script, yeah. I mean, they can do that mm-hmm. over. um, Google talk.
0: Right. It's just, it's different. Um, And at the rate that education is going and the way our system, our education systems, you know, statewide and countywide are being ranked. It's not a good look. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of the decisions being made are being made by people who are not in education. Which is part of the problem. No. Yeah. Shocker. But I'm gonna digress because I don't want this to turn into a, a vent session. I got you. Well, if you need a vent, vent. That's it. That's it. You know, I don't want <clears throat> to. <coughs> I'll say my spill and leave it there. It's not a place that I want to uh, tarry for long mm-hmm. because I don't want to keep. That's I don't want to hold on to that energy. Right. So yeah, we can move on. <laughs>
1: All right. (laughs) Well, I tell you another thing that um, I did not realize that Thanksgiving is next week.
0: Yes, it kind of crept up on us, babe.
1: I think this is the second year this has happened to me where I just didn't, I didn't realize it. Yeah, like,
0: hey, wait a minute, it's in how many days? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, are we? um, What are we doing? Are we staying home this year? Are we going to hang out with the family? Like, do I need to do I need to get ready to have a body roll face off with your stepdad in the basement again
0: <laughs> this year? Um, you know, baby, if I, I would I would love to spend some time with family. Um, but you know how I get. Well, see, I think the good thing
1: is because the way it falls, mm-hmm. you know. On a Thursday and Friday, mm-hmm. it's not.
0: It's not too bad, but mm-hmm. I, I also take into consideration your social battery life.
1: It it's it's, it's just that I don't want to get there when, you no, know, at three o'clock, and then we leave. It's like nine thirty. I that's that's the only issue i mean i don't know how much socializing family needs to do for six hours i'm this is i'm just um and
0: and i understand that yeah do you want to take separate cars
1: do i want why are you planning on staying there for six do you you know what i'm gonna call him and i'm gonna ask him does he really want y'all there for six hours okay i'm gonna call him okay
0: We'll, we'll bring that back next week. we have okay. his phone call. Okay.
1: And and a, the yeah, Thanksgiving a, holiday. Uh, yeah. Either, I'm going to either call him or I'm going to email him. About <clears throat> 4 o'clock in the morning, I know he'll be up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's usually when he emails me. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm like, hey, how long do you really want them there? He's going to say forever. He's not. Because he loves us. He's not. Yes. I'm, I'm telling you, he's not. Mm-mm. But um, do we need to discuss, like, dishes and all this stuff? Um,
0: Well, I know we have some things stocked up from the time you took off smoking. And I knew you were going to ask me for dressing. That's a non-negotiable when it comes to Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did pick up some greens today.
1: I'm be honest with you. I think we're we're set. We we're don't.
0: That's it. We are.
1: We don't need nothing. We don't need anything else. Yeah, cause cause we, It's just me and you. It's just me
0: and you. We don't want all this food laying around. Yeah, eating on that, eating those low vibrational plates. Yeah, because you're
1: not gonna have me spending the next uh, what's that, Friday morning. I'm up vacuum sealing food and stuff that we didn't because because exactly. we know we're not gonna eat it. Yeah, exactly
0: and that's going to be an adjustment for us too. We I think you mentioned that last week. Uh, yeah. The We do we we do really well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just that with a holiday makes it hard to keep things to a minimum. Does it? Does it really though? Maybe maybe I can just speak for myself because I'm used to making large quantities. I have all my life, you know, when you grew up in a Man, house and there right. were five kids. Right. You know, we always cooked in large quantities whenever we have family gatherings. You know, in my family, when you talk about just our um intimate gatherings, normally ranged, you know, minimum of 18-19 people. So maybe we
1: should just start going to like the single serving frozen dinners. Mm. Like nah. the macaroni and cheese nah. and stuff. Nope. We can get like some cooking bags, mm-hmm. the the turkey and dressing cooking bags. Get a loaf of bread. No. Okay. No. It'd be a whole lot cheaper. It would be.
0: But um, I don't know if if your mom is planning to cook, cause you know we can split some of this stuff up. I I would definitely pack Alexis. You know, and I can pack them a plate or two so well, it doesn't I, sit.
1: I just talked to mom and she's actually cooking greens right now. Is so, she? Okay. So she's going to have her own greens. So okay. the only thing we're going to be splitting is going to be a turkey. Oh, Jesus. That's it.
0: Well, I will say when I cook the greens, we can go ahead and freeze some.
1: See? See what I'm saying? <laughs> See?
0: The greens I don't want to, you know, I don't necessarily want to give away. That's fine. All <laughs> right.
1: So, they don't care about our Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah.
0: Because we did kind of just have that whole personal conversation. We did. On the podcast. So. So, baby. Let's get into it. What's happening? Throw out a random question for you. Okay. I know it was never a plan for you to do one podcast, let alone two. Mm Mm-hmm. What draws you to the mic?
1: What draws me to the mic? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Because you seem to have become the microphone fiend.
1: I do. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm going to tell you something. I mm-hmm. don't know how, and I've been thinking about this. I don't know how, in the second one, the League of Kings podcast, I don't know how I got voted the guy with the speech impediment as <laughs> the microphone checker. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, I kind of got nominated and I just kind of just rolled with it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how. Everybody knows I have a speech impediment. <laughs> but I don't know. And now you're it. Yeah, now I'm it. I don't know. I just, I don't know, baby. I just kind of just do it.
0: Well, what led you to find, I mean, how'd you find your voice? You know, because like I said, this is not something, you know, you had ever anticipated, planned on. Podcasting has been a while around for a while um. Yes, it has gained a lot of popularity, especially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But you know, most people who do those types of things are um are not new to the microphone. Have maybe been in front of people in other you think so avenues. You, you th- know, you think so. Maybe whether it be you know, maybe you're a trainer at work. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're used to talking to people, or I don't know. That's my question. How did you? What led you to find your vo your voice behind the microphone?
1: I honestly don't have an answer. I just kept doing it until it, until it felt comfortable.
0: It's so funny. I will never forget the first time Rhonda heard our podcast, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I had to listen to it twice because I don't think I." I've ever heard him talk that much. She, I think she said that may have been the first time I've heard his voice. Yeah. Because you've always been so, you know. Reserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I'm not going to talk unless I have something to talk about. Other than that, I'm just, I'm not talking right. for no reason.
0: Right. So. You you don't talk for no reason? No. So those conversations about um, Tiger Stripe, gum. <laughs> There was a purpose behind all that? Yeah,
1: there was a purpose. Okay. I, I was just... Do you want to get I into it? No, I, just, I was just asking for clarity. Do you want to get we'll into it? We'll move on. Do you, are you sure? I was just, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, so the thing about us is a relationship podcast. Okay. Um, We've talked or spoken about so many different aspects of relationships. Uh, we've also talked about different kinds of relationships as well. What aspect of relationships do you think significant others should try to be more in tune with or focus on in order to increase the longevity of... Don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that one more (laughs) time? Because that was a long-ass question. (laughs) I did too much segueing. I just need to get to the question. Okay. What do you think significant others, people in relationships, should try to be more in tune with or focus on in order to increase the longevity of relationships?
2: Hmm.
1: okay put me on the spot Mm -hmm. I think what they should probably focus on is patience each other I would say focus on patience Mm -hmm. not only for as individually but as a unit Mm -hmm. they should also focus on Clearly communicating
0: Emphasis on clearly
1: Yes um, It's so easy to mis- Misunderstand someone's Response uh, Their body language so, Just their words Because you may not Understand where they're coming from When they're responding or just In a conversation mm-hmm. <clears throat> So patience, Communication um, time just make sure you make time for each other and make time for yourself mm-hmm. i'm I, i'll give you those three I, i'm gonna just give you three
0: okay okay if you want to give more i mean i don't want to hold you back
1: right no i don't because there's so, there's so, so many, right. there's so many different things. Just but off the top of my head, it's going to be patience, communication, and what was the other one I said? You don't remember, do you?
0: You said patience, communication, and time.
1: And time. This, uh, you know, what's funny is, I think like as the days goes on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm losing track of what I'm saying in conversations, and then I'm losing focus very easily. So, like, when you gave me, like, that long ass, like, I just, just, I blanked the hell out. Yeah. So, sometimes I'll be in a mid-conversation, and I forget what the hell I'm even talking about.
0: You are not alone. Yeah. You are not alone. I know. Not alone. What about you? Um, definitely attention. Paying attention. Um... And it's gonna fall in the under under communication, mm-hmm. listening to understand, not to respond. Mm-hmm. So cliche, but really listening to what um, your partner is saying. One of the things you mentioned was body language, paying attention to body language mm-hmm. in relationships. Nine times out of ten, your partner is going to tell you through words or body language, reactions, what they like or what they won't or what they don't like mm-hmm. or the things that they don't want. Um, yeah, that that's probably my number one, paying attention. Um, you know how I always talked about, <clears throat> I talked about, you know, I noticed early on that you were a very, Attentive and intuitive, Mm -hmm. you know, to my moods and things like that. But that's one thing I would that's one thing I would definitely say. Um, Always be willing to compromise. It's never or being in a relationship should never be a right or wrong or win or lose when it comes to situations, discussions, even disagreements. You have to be flexible and then weigh things out in the sense that is it really important for me to be right in this situation? Is it necessary for me to be right? Mm-hmm. Are we benefiting, you know, for me to be right in this situation? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And definitely time. Speaking learning to speak your partner's love language,
1: yeah, we we've discussed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's a big one
0: that's a big one. but yeah, so that's that's my response.
1: I know one thing that I've been seeing or I've heard here lately is the emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. especially like when it on, when it comes to men mm-hmm. women not understanding men's emotional intelligence. Are, the, are willing to accept it.
0: I like that you say willing to accept it because a lot of women will always claim to want a man who is has that emotional intelligence, who's in, in tune with his emotions, his needs, and his wants. Mm-hmm. Not just on um, physically, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but are we as women really ready for a man who's emotionally intelligent. It depends on the woman. Mm -hmm. And a lot of... You know how people get so used to throwing these catchphrases around sometimes that they really don't know what they mean, Mm -hmm. you know? I heard, um, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember word for word. I was listening to a podcast and I heard um, a woman say... That women, we always say we're ready for an um, emotionally intelligent man. But are you are you ready for a man who is not going to argue with you or go through those dramatics with you? Mm -hmm. Are you ready for a man who's like, you know what? This is not how I communicate. this is not how I want to communicate. So I'm gonna step back and leave you alone to find someone
2: mm-hmm.
0: that you can communicate in that mat in that manner. you know what I'm saying and, and that's just as examples, but it it entails a lot you really for a woman to be able to accept an emotionally intelligent man, she either one has to be emotionally intelligent herself or is. On a path of self-discovery or Mm self-improvement, meaning that as you go along, you learn these things. Okay, so the way I'm used to handling this is not how he handles handles that or desires to handle, you know, conflict in a relationship cannot change. So let me ask you this. Do you think it's more conflict
1: when it comes to emotional intelligence? That it's found with, it's found once they're in the relationship or are going into a relationship. So say like, say like if I have it and we're just now meeting, mm-hmm. so you know right off, Oh, he's, Different from what I'm usually mm-hmm. I'm used to dealing with mm-hmm. compared to six seven years ten years into a relationship because you know uh, we've discussed this uh, Big Brother threw mm-hmm. this out about how people are dating fifteen years because mm-hmm. people do it are being are being married mm-hmm. six seven years into it and then your man discovers his. Emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. So which, which one you think is going to be more conflict?
0: I think it's harder when people have been in relationships and they begin to grow apart mm-hmm. in the sense that people, we are always growing and changing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's for the good. Sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. Some people grow at different rates than other people. Mm-hmm. Um I think it could be. I think it could be harder, if you've been if you've been in a relationship for a while, to come to that realization. Like we're not the same people. Well, not that you should. Not the same people. Yeah. Or that or that your spouse is different and different in a way that you feel like is detrimental. I don't
1: know if you have this. You may, but something that I that just popped in my head was, and I hope I keep this stop <laughs> with my congestion because I feel like I'm it's it's slipping. Is do you think? Because you you know we we've heard how some people are only in your life for seasons, for seasons. Mm-hmm you know, some people in your life for a reason. Do you think that there are some people who can be in relationships for six or seven years, but that person is the reason why they have grown that emotional intelligence. They have grown to be a better person because they know what they don't want, and they know what they need mm-hmm. for them to be a better person, and to be and to be a better person in a relationship, in a success, successful relationship. But it's just that our time has ran out. Mm. But we're still together, so this is why we arguing. This is why we fuss and fighting. This is why we don't get along. Is because. I have taken everything that I've needed from this relationship and not to be harsh but our time is up. This is this is this is as far as it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a level 10 super saiyan and you you're just a level 2. You know. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I believe that I believe that could happen. Mm-hmm. I have never experienced it and I don't know that I have ex I don't know that I have been close to, you know, anyone who has experienced it. But yes, I do believe it could happen. You don't think there's a chance that that
1: my emotional my emotional intelligence may be higher than yours now? Yes, but not to say that we're still not on the same level, but is there a chance to maybe that a spouse or significant other not saying they dummy Mm -hmm. themselves, Mm -hmm. but they make it so that we're both equals
0: i know what you mean yeah some
1: people i'm 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 really better i'm really better than you you know in some aspects yeah in the in the relationship Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that i have to show my strength as much as i need to Mm -hmm. maybe i just show it when i need to Mm -hmm. in certain situations
2: Mm
1: -hmm. am i making sense Mm -hmm. okay I'm just, I'm just doing that out there. Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, that was it. That was my statement.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get, okay. I get it. I get it. Okay. I get,
1: it. I get does, it. does the sound sound weird? Like maybe I'm, I think I'm, my ears. It, it's, it may be because
0: of your congestion.
1: Yeah, because I feel like we should be louder than what we are. I feel
0: like we're fine. I know. I, it's I know
1: we're fine. But I, I just feel like I'm so congested in my ears, mm-hmm. everything sounds low, mm-hmm. but I know all right, please continue, but that that was my statement as far as that because you said that you've never been in that situation, when there's a chance you could be in that situation, All right,
0: it's just that I have been able to, I'm able to manage I'm talking about in the situation where my relationship ended because because of that, of that. yeah, right. Yeah. But I'm saying on the
1: other, on the other, on the other end, mm-hmm. it might not have to It may does not have to end because I'm able to manage it better. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I'm dumbing it down. It's right. just like, you know, I'm gaining more and more and more. Yeah,
0: awareness of self and mm-hmm. how to handle, yeah. you know, situations that kind of goes into. Everything doesn't have to be... This doesn't have to be a competition where I'm right or I'm exerting this power over you. It's not a conflict. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I wholeheartedly agree. Hardly agree. Um. What's the biggest or the most important piece of advice you would give to someone who is considering getting into a relationship or someone who is new into a relationship, or even someone who's been in a relationship for a while. Now, this can be a three-part question. It sounds like it is. <laughs> this is a okay. lot. So, <laughs> let me go ahead and break it down okay. for you. Um, the biggest, uh, the most important advice you would give to someone who is about to get into a committed or serious relationship? Keep you a spare room at your mama's house.
1: Okay. So um, of this play, baby. Oh, I I uh, <laughs> I, I never know what you. I'm just gonna I
0: was gonna let it ride. I don't wanna My My Advice mm-hmm. A nugget of wisdom. Just the only
1: thing I can say is, and I've I've said this once before, is do not get into anything until you have worked on yourself first. That that's all I that that's all I got. Yeah. That's it. Now gotcha. for some now it it seems like there's some people who's been working on themselves for a long time.
0: But in all honesty, it seems that some people have been working on themselves for a long time, but have they really? Cuz I'm just in my experiences with some people mm-hmm. who have been working on themselves. Mm-hmm. Are they really?
1: You know what my my favorite phrase is that I, I feel like it's so. I don't know what the correct term is. God is still working on me, mm-hmm. and in, I, in my mind's like, well, you're, you're forty, fifty years old.
0: Mm. How much longer do you think he gonna work on you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but my thing, and the, and I guess this is the thing I want to put out there. If you are working on yourself, or if you say you are working on yourself, mm-hmm. what does that look like? And I'm asking this as a rhetorical question. Right, right. Um, there has to be some kind of action behind it. There has to be some kind of plan or program But, but
1: without just saying. But I, I know this was rhetorical, but at the same time, What does it look like? Because because what what works for me may not work for you. One, because I'm a man Mm -hmm. and you're a woman. And then the other end is because, you know, let's just say Albert, we both men, but what's working
0: for me may not work for him. 100%. And so when I say that, I don't mean this prescriptive plan. I mean your right. that individualized plan. Yeah. So but, yeah, I, I don't.
1: I guess what I'm what I'm saying is, maybe some people don't know where to start, mm-hmm. how to start, and then they don't know. They may not know what is progression on be on working on themselves because it's hard to know. What progression looks like
0: mm-hmm.
1: when you're not sure
0: what it looks like and and that's <laughs> you're one hundred percent right, and that's why we always support and push mental health
2: mm-hmm.
0: and mental health practitioners if you don't know, get help yeah get help get help from someone who is trained to help guide you they're not going to. Give you this, hey, you need to do this, this, and this, and this, but guide you depending on what it is, where you are, what it is you're going through, where it is you're going, mm-hmm. you know, to help you own that journey.
1: Well, I'll say this and then we can mm-hmm. move on. So, like, some advice I was told like years ago, or like about losing weight. Mm-hmm. Don't weigh yourself every day. So what you do is you use you use like your natural resources. you use a mirror mm-hmm. If you see a difference, then you know your face getting smaller, you're losing weight. You don't always have to use a scale right. to to know where you stand. Sometimes just looking at yourself. If you really look at yourself, you Mm -hmm. you know where you stand.
0: And then sometimes not even looking at yourself because when people are on that journey and lose weight, a lot of times they they don't. Other people see it before them. You can use your clothes as a resource. Yeah, how you how you're fitting into your clothes, and they're fitting differently. Because a lot, and that's a good piece of of advice that you gave. Because a lot of times the scale can quote unquote lie. For example, if you're If your um, weight loss plan is strictly nutritional, then the scale will be it for you. If your weight loss plan includes physical activity along with a nutritional um, aspect of it, sometimes you could be be building more muscle, Mm -hmm. which seems heavier, which is heavier, right? but still be fitting in your clothes differently right? because of the way your body's shape is changing. Right. So, yeah, that's good advice.
1: Yeah. But I wasn't talking about specifically losing weight. I was just using that as a metaphor right, for mm-hmm. uh, going through changes of changing yourself. Right.
0: Gotcha. Um, Go ahead, baby.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes, I I snickered cuz it was I, it was funny, it was cute. I got what you was doing.
0: It stays like this is why I don't want to leave.
1: Why you don't want to mm. leave? Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: So, um What do you think's the biggest detriment to relationships in today's society? What does that word mean? Detriment, the biggest um downfall, the biggest negative thing when it comes to a relationship. The it, biggest... Um, oh, I can't. I'm trying to think of a word, and it just escaped me.
1: The biggest downfall in relationship nowadays is people using big words. And they don't have to use big words, and then people are trying to figure out what this big word means, and then it just really means something simple. That's That's the downfall.
0: Well, and to that point... <laughs> You know what, and this is what's crazy about what's me. When I'm writing things, like in preparing, you know, these questions for the podcast, sometimes those words are the first words that come to me, and that's why I'm having a hard time explaining what it means. You, but you know, you know, another thing is funny is like
1: because you know, um, you you only see these big words like when you're reading books mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I never see these fucking big, hear these big words when I'm reading books. I swear to you, I don't, I don't <coughs> did. What's this? This is November. Mm-hmm. I don't read probably thirty books this year, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you haven't heard detriment. Yet. I ain't heard
0: not nada. Not big, I, <laughs> big but, word. But you know, and I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> and I don't know if this is maybe the ne- uh, a negative from too much formal training. When I'm sitting down and I'm writing something mm-hmm. I tend to start using all those big words that I know mm-hmm. and it's like if I'm writing something in pre- in preparation like if I'm like earlier I was preparing for my Sunday school lesson tomorrow um when I was preparing for this as I'm writing. I'm using all these words, and there are times when I'm hitting that backspace, like I'm doing too much. I'm doing too much. Right. But for some reason, when I'm in that zone where I'm preparing for a presentation or something, it just they just come out. Okay. They just come out. I don't know. Okay. So the down the biggest the biggest downfall
1: of say repeated because we 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 got the
0: rambling baby. I, don't, I know. I don't forget. Um. The biggest. Detriment, stumbling block, or... I have a word that I want to use that I can't find it right now in my vocabulary. What is the biggest... Downfall in relationship. Okay, downfall in relationships in today's society.
1: Okay. In, today, in today's society? People not... Couples are not not knowing each other. Yes, that's going to be yes. my first and last yeah. answer. Yeah, but and we've we've said this once before. <laughs> you don't. You'll probably never never know them all the way through mm-hmm. and through. In most cases,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is fine. But you gotta you gotta break through the surface. Yes. You got to.
0: People don't want to put in that time anymore. Yeah. Microwave society, quick, quick, quick. Yeah. Um, I don't I
1: see for me, it's like how can you I can't mm, that's one way of putting it. It's how can you be that comfortable with someone that you don't know? No. Yes. That that's One another way of putting it is how 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 is that possible?
0: And a lot of people, um, when we figure in, you know, a lot of people are using dating websites to meet Mm -hmm. and from a lot of texting or conversations, and it's a lot of texting. A lot people do so much more testing texting than they do. Um, having real conversations now, mm-hmm. I think sometimes it gives you the false sense of security in thinking that you know someone. Oh yeah, I am a firm. I am not saying, um, I'm not putting down dating websites or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, don't take the don't take. Lightly the importance of that face to face Mm -hmm. because you can see so much and know and learn so much more from those actual human interactions. See, and
1: I was thinking something totally different than what you was gonna say. Okay. See, I was thinking more like you scrolling on TikTok and you watch ten videos, you're like, you know what? That's just how he acts. That's the same stuff she be saying. I wonder if this is the kind of person they really are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? So then you start engaging with them based off 10 videos or 10 reels you done watched. Right. And they're like, bitch, this ain't right. this ain't who I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, just tr- I'm just trying to smash. You know what right, I'm saying? You right, right. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, hit- and, and I feel,
0: I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, and I feel like. A lot of that person-to-person will let you know. Yeah. Meeting someone and starting a relationship electronically Mm -hmm. is easy. And I say that because sometimes it doesn't take a lot of effort I can shoot you a text every now and again, three, four times a day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As opposed to it's different face-to-face being able to have and hold conversations. mm mm-hmm. um, I think you get more of uh, a, a better sense of who the person really is. Mm-hmm what's the meaning of the things that they're saying, not just by the words, but by the body language. You know, we talk about how, how things can get so convoluted. Here I go again. <laughs> things can go get so mixed up and miscommunication happens because we might be reading perceived feelings and emotions mm-hmm. from text messages, i.e. emails. Yeah. As opposed to, if we're sitting face to face, I can see, I can hear the tone of your voice. Mm-hmm. I can see the body language, whether you're relaxed or you're tense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. I catch you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we'll wrap up with this one unless you have uh, uh, s- s- other questions. How do you think your previous relationships... Or do you think your previous relationships have helped prepare you in any way for marriage?
1: Well, being that I wasn't expecting to get married. I guess.
0: I mean just thinking
1: I'm, I I I guess, <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of what I touched on earlier about Mm -hmm. how you, when you're with somebody and it's like, uh, you know, we really, this is as far as it's going to go, so I really need to be with someone else who's Mm -hmm. more on my level Mm -hmm. on what I'm doing or what I'm trying to do compared to where you're at. So it could be. I mean, I, I could I could have I I'm s i am I know i took a lot of things that I did not do in this relationship. Well, yeah, in this relationship that I did in the previous relationship. So mm-hmm. I'ma say yes. So and then I know is <clears throat> if that, something does happen, then I know after this relationship. If I do, then I'm sure then there's gonna be a whole lot that I take from this. Mhm. And know to a a different situation, right? You know whatnot. So
0: yeah, they say experience is the best teacher.
1: Yeah, but shit, sometimes those experiences take years, and and some of us don't be living long enough (laughs) to (laughs) to to get
0: the experiences that they need.
1: Well, that and then just to 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 get the prize, right? You know. So now now we're yawning.
0: I'm sorry, baby. That's why I said last question, I I feel.
1: Okay, good. You go ahead and then. No, that was it. No, you answer it. What about you?
0: Yes, I feel like my previous relationships have. You said previous? It says, yeah.
1: Relationships?
0: How do you think your previous relationships prepared you for marriage?
1: I oh, see. I was just thinking about one, but you threw like an S on it, like plural. Like, it can be
0: one. I'm just no.
1: Nah, you go ahead. No, nah, you got
0: some other things to say. No,
1: no, no. You threw me off when you threw the S on it. I said sh- no previous relationship. You said oh the Like like you you was like I was talking about like a, like a little boat. You talking about like a whole baby boat yard baby. with a whole bunch of boats baby. and and. It, it, you you taking that out of context? Okay, you? I'm I'm still under the weather. I apologize. I accept your apology. I apologize to our audience as well. They accept your apology.
0: Okay. All right. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what I was gonna say is, I think our previous relationships do prepare. Us for marriage in the sense that we learn a lot about ourselves from previous relationships. Um, You're supposed to. I'm sorry. No, I was just, I put an emphasis on that. I'm, I apologize. You have any other emphasis you want to make? No, baby. Before
1: no. I... Well, no, I mean, not till I hear it. I'm, I'm sure
0: you'll be ready. Okay. <laughs> um. What was I saying, baby?
1: That we're supposed to grow. We're supposed to like grow. Yeah, previous from.
0: relationships, you know, always teach us things about ourselves. It may teach you about, it may show you some of the areas where you need work in based on the things or the treatment you maybe have accepted or based on the treatment you have do- doled out in relationships. Um, they help. you to really determine or narrow fine-tune what you desire in a mate. Cause what you thought was important before, you might realize, hey, that wasn't. Right. You right. know. Um, I'm gonna say yes. I think they do. Um sometimes by default, you know. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, I-, I would agree that previous relationships Prepare you for all you know any future relationship that you have, mm-hmm. so yeah, I would agree on that. I would just put
1: in the that the emphasis that you know, some people don't grow from previous relationships. This is true. That's that's the that's all I was just throwing out there because because you you can tell. I don't know if you can't you can't tell because you're not in the, you're not in a relationship, duh, but. some people, I think some people that are in relationships with another person can tell like, yeah, they're not the same person. You Mm -hmm. can really tell something's different Mm -hmm. about them. So, and that, that could be it. I don't know.
0: Right. And I think, um, just along that same note, you know, thinking about the beginning of our relationship and how, I didn't consider myself to be guarded. I closed off, but you did, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand it. But even in this relationship, I have learned, um, more about myself. You know, like you said before, how your emotional intelligence is higher than mine
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the relationship, and it even, you know, even in the beginning, I didn't realize that I had those guards still up. I thought I had, you know, let them down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, clearly there was still work I needed to do.
1: Yes, there, there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, you know, I can, I had considered myself, I knew having gone through what I had, my experiences from my previous two relationships that, There was going to be some kind of baggage. And I felt like since I knew that I was going to have baggage and that I was aware of that, then it wouldn't interfere. That wasn't the case. It wasn't the case. It was not the case. Because you didn't put the work in? You know what? I'll be honest I don't think I really knew what the work entailed. I just thought being aware that I could have I would have these issues because of this and this mm-hmm. that when I got into a relationship with someone who was not exhibiting those characteristics
2: mm-hmm.
0: that I would be open and free. Hmm. With you know my feelings, my emotions, but not realizing I still had certain guards up. Right. So yeah. Well, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. So. Well, great episode, babe. Great Good content. episode. Um. You want to tell what the people where to find you? <laughs> I'm sorry, that tickled me. <laughs> What was that? Uh, nothing, I'm sorry. What no go well, ahead. no, go ahead. What No, your? I was I just said you won't tell the people where they can find you. You know how you all y'all always do. Go ahead and tell the people where they can find you at, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right kings and kings kings and kings lord kings and queens thank y'all for tuning in and listening to what you get. Mr. Willie and Miss Fiona and the thing about us podcast until next time till next time